Chapter 119 of The Holiest of All by Andrew Murray. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Christopher Smith. Chapter 119. Not Sinai, but Sion. Hebrews chapter 12, verses 18 to 21. For ye are not come unto a mount that might be touched, and that burned with fire, and unto blackness and darkness and tempest, and the sound of a trumpet, and the voice of words, which voice they that heard entreated that no more word should be spoken unto them. For they could not endure that which was enjoined. If even a beast touch the mountain, it shall be stoned. And so fearful was the appearance, that Moses said, I exceedingly fear and quake. In confirmation of the call to follow after sanctification, and the warning against falling short of the grace of God, or despising the birthright blessing, we are now reminded of what our true position is as believers, and what the fullness of blessing of which we have been made partakers. This is set before us first by way of contrast. We are not come to Mount Sinai, verses 18 to 21, the place and state of Israel at the giving of the law. Then we are told, verses 22 to 24, what the wonderful life is to which we now have access. We are come to Mount Zion. It is only the living faith that realizes our true position and privileges that will nerve us in the pursuit of holiness and keep us from falling short. Our whole epistle has taught us that all God's dealing with man is founded on the principle of two dispensations, the one of preparation and promise, of weakness and failure, the other of fulfilment and perfection, of life and power, the power of the endless life. The epistle has taught us, too, that though we now have our place in the new dispensation, we, just as the Hebrews, may be living in the old, through ignorance and unbelief, experiencing nothing of the power and the life of the better covenant. As a consequence, all the weakness and sin of Israel of old still continues in the Christian, he knows not what the eternal redemption is and cannot live in it. We have the difference between these two dispensations in the suggestive words, Ye are not come unto a mount that might be touched, ye are come unto Mount Zion. Which things contain an allegory, for these are two covenants, one from Mount Sinai, bearing children unto bondage, and answereth to the Jerusalem that now is, but the Jerusalem that is above is free, which is our mother. Galatians chapter 4 verses 22 to 26. The whole secret of the Christian life lies in the right apprehension of the difference between the two systems, the one with the spirit of bondage and fear, the other with its boldness and liberty. Ye are not come to the mount that might be touched. Footnote, quote from Sefer, the Apostle reminds us of seven things in connection with the giving of the law. 1. The mount touched by God. 2. Fire. 3. Blackness of cloud. 4. Darkness. 5. Thunder. 6. The sound of a trumpet. 7. The voice of God. End of quote. Notice in the next passage the sevenfold glory of Mount Sion. End of footnote. Ye are not come to the mount that might be touched, with its fear and terror, with its command not to draw nigh under pain of death, and its words which only made them that heard entreat that no word more should be spoken to them, with the mediator of the covenant himself saying, I exceedingly fear and quake. 
all this is a symbol of what the law does it works wrath and fear and death it comes with demands we cannot fulfil with its threats it rouses to effort and performance but gives neither the love of god's will nor the power to do it it only discovers and condemns sin the sense of self-reproach and self-condemnation is all it can bring read romans seven and see there where the law alone and not the spirit is mentioned the impotence and the wretchedness which it reveals read romans eight and see there what the liberty and the peace the life and the love the joy and the strength is which comes with the spirit of life in christ jesus ye are not come to the mount that might be touched why should it be necessary to tell the christian this if sinai is so terrible who could wish to live there who would not gladly accept the first message that god calls him away from there strange to say the awakened soul is ever in danger of thinking that there is no way to pacify sinai but by fulfilling its demands god's grace is so wonderful the way in which he has met the claims of sinai is so divine and beyond man's comprehension that the human heart when it begins to seek salvation ever does so in the way of effort and even after we have believed in jesus we are always inclined to look to what we can do to satisfy the demands of god we know not that in calling us away from sinai to mount zion god not only gives us a free and full pardon for sin but the law written in the heart the power for a new obedience by the holy spirit and the fitness for entering into his presence and dwelling in unbroken fellowship with him ye are not come to mount sinai this is just the word every christian needs who is in danger of being discouraged and fainting in the race you are not under the law your complaints that when you would do good evil is present with you prove that you are still under the law trying to fulfil it it is all in vain you must ask for the holy spirit's teaching to show you how entirely you are taken from under the shadow of sinai and placed on mount zion oh try to understand what god is speaking to you in his son christ is to be your life in the power of an endless life he is your high priest bringing you near to god he is your covenant mediator putting in divine reality the law into your inmost parts your priest king sending from his throne the holy spirit to reveal himself as the law of your life ye are not come to mount sinai its fear and terror are exchanged for faith and trust come and live by faith and christ will be your life in studying the meaning of a word or truth it is often most helpful in cases where we are in danger of confounding owing to apparent resemblances things that differ to find out what it is not there is so much in salvation by the law that looks like true salvation that many are all their life led astray it is therefore of infinite consequence to know well what this means ye are not come to the place to which christ brings you to not in the least mount sinai say now i have nothing to do with mount sinai mount sinai means as man takes it life by self-effort by our own goodness god helping us by a religion of self with god's grace to fill out what self cannot do mount sinai as god means it is sin and wrath and condemnation the death and the end of self to prepare the way for christ mount sinai points away to mount zion and to christ
there he does all. End of chapter 119